2 Corinthians chapters 9 through 13 is today's Bible reading. From the Amplified Bible. Thank you for being with us today. Let's pray. Dear Jesus. Help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today. Help me to love others. As you have. And do. Love me. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. God gives most. 1 Now it is unnecessary for me to write to you about the offering, that is to be made, for the saints, in Jerusalem. 2 For I know your eagerness, to promote this cause, and I have, proudly, boasted to the people of Macedonia about it, telling them that Achaia has been prepared since last year, for this contribution, and your enthusiasm has inspired the majority of them, to respond. 3 Still, I am sending the brothers, unto you, so that our pride in you may not be an empty boast in this case, and so that you may be prepared, just as I told them you would be. For otherwise, if any Macedonians come with me and find you unprepared, we, to say nothing of yourselves, will be humiliated for being so confident. 5 That is why I thought it necessary to urge these brothers to go to you, before I come, and make arrangements in advance for this generous, previously promised gift of yours, so that it would be ready, not as something extorted, or wrung out of you, but a, a voluntary and generous gift. 6 Now, remember, this, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows generously, that blessings may come to others, will also reap generously, and be blessed. 7 Let each one give, thoughtfully and with purpose, just as he has decided in his heart, not grudgingly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and delights in the one whose heart is in his gift. 8 And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing, come in abundance to you, so that you may always, under all circumstances, regardless of the need, have complete sufficiency in everything, being completely self-sufficient in Him, and have an abundance for every good work and act of charity. 9 As it is written and forever remains written. He, the benevolent and generous person, scattered abroad, He gave to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. 10 Now He who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing, that is, your resources, and increase the harvest of your righteousness, which shows itself in active goodness, kindness, and love. 11 You will be enriched in every way so that you may be generous, and this, generosity, administered, through us is producing thanksgiving to God, from those who benefit. 12 For the ministry of this service, offering, is not only supplying the needs of the saints, God's people, but is also overflowing through many expressions of thanksgiving to God. 13 Because of this act of ministry, they will glorify God for your obedience to the gospel of Christ which you confess, as well as for your generous participation, in this gift, for them and for all, the other believers in need, 14 And they also long for you while they pray on your behalf, because of the surpassing measure of God's grace, His undeserved favor, mercy, and blessing which is revealed, in you. 15 Now thanks be to God for His indescribable gift, which is precious beyond words. 2 Corinthians 10 Paul describes himself. 1 Now I, Paul, urge you by the gentleness and graciousness of Christ, I who am meek, so they say, when with you face to face, but bold, outspoken and fearless, toward you when absent. 2 I ask that when I do come I will not be driven to the boldness that I intend to show toward those few who regard us as if we walked according to the flesh, like men without the Spirit. 3 For though we walk in the flesh, as mortal men, we are not carrying on our, spiritual, warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. 4 The weapons of our warfare are not physical, weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. 5 We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the, true, knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ, 6 Being ready to punish every act of disobedience, 
when your own obedience, as a church, is complete. 7. You are looking, only, at the outward appearance of things. If anyone is confident that he is Christ's, he should reflect and consider this, that just as he is Christ's, so too are we. 8. For even though I boast rather freely about the authority the Lord gave us for building you up and not for destroying you, I will not be ashamed, of the truth, 9. Nor do I want to seem to be trying to frighten you with my letters, 10. For they say, his letters are weighty and forceful and impressive, but his personal presence is unimpressive and his speech contemptible, of no account. 11. Let such people realize that what we say by word and letters when we are absent, is the same as what we are in action when present. 12. We do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some who, supply testimonials to, commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they lack wisdom and behave like fools. 13. We, on the other hand, will not boast beyond our proper limit, but, will keep, within the limits of our commission, territory, authority, which God has granted to us as a measure, which reaches and includes even you. 14. We are not overstepping the limits of our province, as if we did not, legitimately, reach to you, for we were the, very, first to come even as far as you with the good news of Christ. 15. We do not go beyond our proper limit, boasting in the work of other men, but we have the hope that as your faith, in Christ and His divine power, continues to grow, our field among you may be greatly expanded, but still within the limits of our commission, 16 so that we may preach the gospel even in the lands beyond you, but not to boast in work already accomplished in another one's field of activity. 17 However, let him who boasts boast in the Lord. 18 For it is not he who commands and praises himself who is approved, by God, but it is the one whom the Lord commands and praises. 2 Corinthians 11 Paul defends his apostleship. 1 I wish you would bear with me, while I indulge, in a little foolishness, but indeed you are bearing with me, as you read this. 2 I am jealous for you with a godly jealousy because I have promised you to one husband, to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. 3 But I am afraid that, even as the serpent beguiled Eve by his cunning, your minds may be corrupted and led away from the simplicity of, your sincere and, pure devotion to Christ. 4 4 You seem willing to allow it, if one comes and preaches another Jesus whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or a different gospel from the one you accepted. You tolerate all this beautifully, welcoming the deception. 5 Yet I consider myself in no way inferior to the, so-called, super-apostles. 6 But even if I am unskilled in speaking, yet I am not, untrained, in knowledge, I know what I am talking about, but we have made this evident to you in every way, in all things. 7 Or did I, perhaps, sin by humbling myself so that you might be exalted and honored, because I preached God's gospel to you free of charge? 8 I robbed other churches by accepting, more than their share of, financial support for my ministry to you. 9 And when I was with you and ran short, financially, I did not burden any of you, for what I needed was fully supplied by the brothers, Silas and Timothy, who came from Macedonia, the church at Philippi. So I kept myself from being a burden to you in any way, and will continue to do so. 10 As the truth of Christ is in me, my boast, of independence, will not be silenced in the regions of Achaia, southern Greece. 11 Why? Because I do not love you, or wish you well, or have regard for your welfare. God knows, that I do. 12 But what I am doing I will keep doing, for I am determined to keep this independence, in order to cut off the claim of those who want an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the things they brag about. 13 For such men are counterfeit apostles, deceitful workers, masquerading as apostles of Christ. 14 And no wonder, since Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. 15 So it is no great surprise if his servants also masquerade as servants of righteousness, but their end will correspond with their deeds. 16 I repeat then, 
Let no one think that I am foolish, but even if you do, at least accept me as foolish, so that I too may boast a little. 17 What I say in this confident boasting, I say not as the Lord would, with His authority, but foolishly. 18 Since many boast, of worldly things and brag, about human accomplishments, I will boast too. 19 For you, being so wise, gladly tolerate and accept the foolish, like me. 20 For you tolerate it if anyone makes you his slave, or devours you in your possessions, or takes advantage of you, or acts presumptuously, or hits you in the face. 21 To my shame, I must say, we have been too weak, in comparison to those pseudo-apostles who take advantage of you. But in whatever anyone else dares to boast, I am speaking foolishly, I also dare to boast. 22 Are they Hebrews? So am I are they Israelites? So am I are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. 23 Are they, self-proclaimed, servants of Christ? I am speaking as if I were out of my mind, I am more so, for I exceed them, with far more labors, with far more imprisonments, beaten times without number, and often in danger of death. 24 Five times I received from the Jews thirty-nine lashes. 25 Three times I was beaten with rods, once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked, a night and a day I have spent adrift on the sea. 26 Many times on journeys, exposed to, danger from rivers, danger from bandits, danger from my own countrymen, danger from the Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, danger on the sea, danger among those posing as believers, 27 inches labor and hardship, often unable to sleep, in hunger and thirst, often, driven to, fasting, for lack of food, in cold and exposure, without adequate clothing. 28 Besides those external things, there is the daily, inescapable, pressure of my concern for all the churches. 29 Who is weak, and I do not feel, his, weakness? Who is made to sin, and I am not on fire, with sorrow and concern? 30 If I must boast, I will boast of the things that reveal my weakness, the things by which I am made weak in the eyes of my opponents. 31 The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, He who is blessed and to be praised forevermore, knows that I am not lying. 32 Inches Damascus the governor, ethnarch, under King Aretas guarded the city of Damascus in order to arrest me, 33 and I was, actually, let down in a basket through a window in the wall, and slipped through his fingers. 2 Corinthians 12. Paul's Vision. 1 It is necessary to boast, though nothing is gained by it, but I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. 2 I know a man in Christ who fourteen years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or out of the body I do not know, only, God knows, such a man was caught up to the third heaven. 3 And I know that such a man, whether in the body or out of the body I do not know, only, God knows, 4 was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words which man is not permitted to speak, words too sacred to tell. 5 On behalf of such a man, and his experiences, I will boast, but in my own behalf I will not boast, except in regard to my weaknesses. 6 If I wish to boast, I will not be foolish, because I will be speaking the truth. But I abstain, from it, so that no one will credit me with more than, is justified by what, he sees in me or hears from me. A thorn in the flesh. 7 Because of the surpassing greatness and extraordinary nature of the revelations, which I received from God, for this reason, to keep me from thinking of myself as important, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan, to torment and harass me, to keep me from exalting myself. 8 Concerning this I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might leave me, 9 But he has said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, my love and kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation, 4 My, power is being perfected, and is completed and shows itself most effectively, in, your, weakness. Therefore, I will all the more gladly boast in my weaknesses, 
so that the power of Christ, may completely enfold me and, may dwell in me. 10 So I am well pleased with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, and with difficulties, for the sake of Christ, for when I am weak, in human strength, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. 11 Now I have become foolish, you have forced me, by questioning my apostleship. Actually I should have been commended by you, instead of being treated disdainfully, for I was not inferior to those super-apostles, even if I am nobody. 12 The signs that indicate a genuine apostle were performed among you fully and most patiently, signs and wonders and miracles. 13 For in what respect were you treated as inferior to the rest of the churches, except, for the fact, that I did not burden you, with my financial support. Forgive me, for doing you, this injustice. 14 Now for the third time I am ready to visit you. I will not burden you, financially, because I do not want what is yours, not your money or your possessions, but you. For children are not responsible to save up for their parents, but parents for their children. 15 But I will very gladly spend, my own resources, and be utterly spent for your souls. If I love you greatly, am I to be loved less, by you? 16 But be that as it may, I did not burden you, with my support. But, some say that, I was sly and took you by trickery. 17 Did I take advantage of you or make any money off you through any of the messengers I sent you? Certainly not. 18 I urged Titus to go, and I sent the brother with him. Titus did not take advantage of you, did he? No, did we not conduct ourselves in the same spirit and walk in the same steps? Of course. 19 All this time you have been thinking that we are, merely, defending ourselves to you. It is in the sight of God that we have been speaking, as one, in Christ, and everything, dearly beloved, is to strengthen you, spiritually. 20 For I am afraid that perhaps when I come I may find you not to be as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish, that perhaps there may be strife, jealousy, angry tempers, disputes, slander, gossip, arrogance and disorder. 21 I am afraid that when I come again my God may humiliate me before you, and I may mourn over many of those who have sinned in the past and not repented of the impurity, sexual immorality and decadence which they formerly practiced. 2 Corinthians 13 Examine yourselves. 1 This is the third time that I am visiting you. Every fact shall be sustained and confirmed by the testimony of two or three witnesses. 2 I have already warned those who have sinned in the past and all the rest as well, and I warn them now even though I am absent, from you, as I did when I was with you the second time, that if I come back I will not spare anyone, Three, since you seek, forensic, proof that Christ is speaking in and through me. He is not weak or ineffective in dealing with you, but powerful within you. 4 For even though he was crucified in weakness, yielding himself, yet he lives, resurrected, by the power of God, his Father. For we too are weak in him, as he was humanly weak, yet we are alive and well, in fellowship, with him because of the power of God directed toward you. 5 Test and evaluate yourselves to see whether you are in the faith and living your lives as, committed, believers. Examine yourselves, not me. Or do you not recognize this about yourselves, by an ongoing experience? that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you fail the test and are rejected as counterfeit? 6 But I hope you will acknowledge that we do not fail the test nor are we to be rejected. 7 But I pray to God that you may do nothing wrong. Not so that we, and our teaching, may appear to be approved, but that you may continue doing what is right, even though we, by comparison, may seem to have failed. 8 For we can do nothing against the truth, but only for the truth, and the gospel, the good news of salvation. 9 We are glad when we are weak, since God's power comes freely through us, but you, by comparison, are strong. We also pray for this, that you be made complete, fully restored, growing and maturing in godly character and spirit, 
pleasing your heavenly Father by the life you live. 10 For this reason I am writing these things while absent from you, so that when I come, I will not need to deal severely, with you, in my use of the authority which the Lord has given me, to be used, for building you up and not for tearing you down. 11 Finally, believers, rejoice. Be made complete, be what you should be, be comforted, be like-minded, live in peace, enjoy the spiritual well-being experienced by believers who walk closely with God, and the God of love and peace, the source of loving-kindness, will be with you. 12 Greet one another with a holy kiss. 13 All God's people greet you. 14 The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hashtag Amen. Corinthians explained in 10 minutes in this video. HTTPS colon slash slash u2.b slash 0 underscore litxnr0. Read through. The Bible together. The Bible is made of 66 books. The Old Testament has 39 books. The New Testament has 27 books. We will be reading the New Testament over the next 90 days together. Like, share, follow, and read. Bible 2 Go. It is our prayer that you come to know Jesus. Love and worship Jesus. Daily pray to Jesus. And share with others what Jesus has done for you. Amen. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Read and listen. With Audio Bible 2 Go. Thank you for being here. Listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible 2 Go. Sincerely. Michael and Michelle Shell. Join us again. Tomorrow.